This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, let's talk about the value of real estate in Metro Vancouver. We're talking Metro Vancouver because, you know, in BC, that's really where it seemed like the biggest part of the bubble was. Uh, Over the last five years, we watched prices just kind of go through the roof. And now we see prices stubbornly trying to come back down, but they still seem a little stuck. That seems that disconnect, right, between sellers and buyers in the market. But now there's new research from a local property tax appraisal firm that is trying to put a number on just how much equity has been lost in our region in the last couple of years. The figure they came up with, $90 billion across Metro Vancouver. I know, that's huge. In the city of Vancouver, they found the average drop in equity in dwellings here is about $150,000 per household. But in West Vancouver, it's more like $450,000 per household. So, Is this a welcome correction in the market or is it happening too fast? Are people going to get hurt by this? We are going to talk more about these numbers and where they came from with the help of Paul Sullivan, who's a property tax agent and senior partner with Burgess, Colley, Sullivan and Associates. Paul, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, it's a pleasure. Okay, where did these numbers come from? How did you come up with this? Well, um, we're we're experts in the real estate valuation business, and the base numbers are from uh, provincial sources. It's BC assessments data that's available publicly. So we we, we went to that data and broke it up by region and then looked at some of the indices of of percentage change over the past uh, year or two and uh, simply just uh, applied the percentages to the base data, and and that's where, where the numbers come out. Um, what sort of isn't obvious from from the data is how much equity ha- has been lost on a you know townhouse versus an apartment versus a single family home. But obviously, the different price points drive different right. uh, dollar values and change. Right, because when you look at the city of Vancouver, you've got the average drop in equity at one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. But clearly, some houses in some neighborhoods, it would be a much greater drop in equity than others. Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, we know uh, Vancouver homes are in that $3 million price point and a 10 or 12% drop is, is a lot more than 150000 bucks. Right. Okay. So it's just, are these paper losses, do you think, Paul, or are these losses that people are going to feel? Well, I mean, I think what's being lost in the message here is is what's happened to our markets and not only the short period, but also over a long period. And BC Real Estate Board has done a lot of analysis over the past 30 years, and the average value change in a home is 3.5% per annum when you adjust out for inflation. So, you know, people are, 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 are sort of, you know, your house has gone up 50 to 70% in value in the past five years. Suck it up and, and accept this 10 or 12% drop. But that's, that's a very narrow view of the situation. You know, people invest in their homes over a long period of time. That's the idea of a home. You hold it for 20, 30 years. You pay off your mortgage. You hopefully get that 3% gain because people are investing in their home as their future for their retirement, to help their kids, to help them uh, go into old people's homes. And, you know, yeah, the short-term gain's been great, but the long-term gain's only been 3.5% per year. Right, but when so people who bought though in the last three or four years are they still even going to see that three percent gain because that they bought at yeah. the height of a hyped market? No, that that's that's the big problem on the table. No, nobody seems to care about those people, and I think it's it's, it's kind of sad actually in our society. I mean, we've got thousands of people coming into our province from all around the world every year. We have people moving into the markets. There are kids that are they're reaching into the home market, and they're getting hurt here. They're getting hurt big time. 
And, uh, you know, people are struggling to get a 5 or 10% down payment. And then they see a 10, 10 to 20% wipeout in value in, in one or two years from taxation policies. Well, and, and other government policies, of course, those people are underwater. That means they're at risk of, of, of losing their homes. That means they have no equity in their homes. And what, what are we doing? Well, you know, we're paying higher taxes. We're paying that to government. And we're, we, we, we are now behind uh, from where we started on buying our homes. Is there not there a lesson there for all of us too, though, is that the market did get so crazy that, as you say, there were people who were buying homes that, you know, maxed out on what they could afford? Yeah, well, um, a lesson learned. Well, you know, do you want to live in, in our society? Do you want to live in, in our province? Um, I'm, I'm about moderation, and I don't like seeing government policies coming in and causing such a sweeping change in value and hurting people in a short period of time. So um, a lesson learned is that these government policies were were, were very harsh on, on the market, and I'm not sure they targeted the, everybody that they were intended to because, all, 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 in my view, what's happened is we've brought the higher-end values down fairly significantly, and the lower-end values are, are flat, and in a lot of places they've actually gone up. So in, in, in many respects, these, these taxation policies have had the opposite effect, and they will have a significant opposite effect with regard to your property tax bill coming up because you'll see higher tax rates coming out with a lower overall lower average decline in value so the the lower end homes will have higher property taxes as a percentage change over the higher end homes people don't see these things coming yet your property tax bills come in this week and people's eyes will start opening up right now but if you're all about moderation then you said how was the market supposed to moderate on its own because we had no signs of that happening we needed supply and and this government came out and said we are going to crush the demand and so that's only one side of the equation. They've crushed the demand. They've crushed the confidence in, in, in the market. New housing starts are down 30%. And we still have people coming to our province. We have people that want to buy homes. And if we, have, if we haven't done anything about the supply side of the equation, what's going to happen over the next couple of years here is we're going to have pent-up demand. We're not going to have homes for these people to buy, and we're going to see the next up uptick in value. So, but that, would, the, but Paul, right the now meantime, there's a lot of houses that are listed on the market, and what's not there is the demand. Like people are waiting for prices to come down more before they buy, so the demand is there, and there's still a lot of supply. Well, well, that's that's exactly my point. The de- demand is 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 on the sidelines. It, people are still coming. When when price price doesn't change or changes moderately, and we, we we're choking supply because there's no confidence to build right now. The number of projects being cancelled in this province right now is astounding. You're going to see prices go back up. If you don't supply the market, you're not going to fix the problem. Period. Right, but this is what you're saying is there are a lot of people who are waiting because they don't want to pay the high prices. Though that's not a government thing. That's individual buyers who are saying I'm not paying those prices. Yeah, and, and it, it's a standoff, right? And, uh, and until somebody makes a move, the market is having this increasing pent-up demand. So the one way to solve it is to start supplying the market. Right, but clearly, are you saying then that we should have left things the way they were? I think you should have brought in some moderation. I think the target was to tax people through their homes that aren't paying income tax. You know, when Tom Davidoff from UBC designed these taxes for the provincial government, there was always meant to be an offset, an income tax offset to the additional taxes people were paying. That's moderation. That's saying, hey, you're paying your taxes here, 
we won't charge you the taxes over there. We, we were after the people that were enjoying the social services of our province and not paying income tax. Well, they chose to bring in only one side of the equation, which is but, taxing through real estate. Right, so but Paul, let's that, be that, fair that here as well. You're, you're, not, you're not addressing the federal government's role in this and bringing in those mortgage tightening rules, which had a lot to do with what people could afford to buy and also had a huge impact on the market. Oh, hey, I absolutely, and that was clearly set out in the paper this morning, that that was one source uh, of price moderation because people couldn't reach up to the prices that they wanted to pay or the price point they were trying to get at. So I, I've been clear, there, there's more than one policy in, at play here, and that's part of the problem. You you have a federal government that brings in a tax policy, then you have a provincial government that brings in several new taxes all at once. That's not moderation, Right. Right. But I guess in the end here, what were they supposed to do? You had a lot of people who couldn't afford to get into the market. The market was becoming unsustainable. So were they just supposed to wait? Well, we, we, we didn't exactly wait when we immediately rolled out all these new taxes on real estate. We knew that, that the, the uh, federal policies were already having an effect, and we quickly brought in new taxes. So, you know, if you don't give the market a chance to react... Then, then you don't know what's going to happen. And I don't think bringing in multiple taxes at once is, is, is good policy. You know, they brought in property transfer tax. They took it up to 5%. They increased foreign buyers tax to 20%. They increased additional school tax, uh, tripling some people's property tax bills all at once. So A lot of those people don't, don't have to worry moderation. about the school tax anymore, though, Paul, according to your own numbers, because their price has gone down and falling below that threshold. Well, yeah, that's for sure, isn't it? Yeah, but that's a, for sure. Again, what, 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 what the people are missing the point on is when those high-value homes are coming down, there will be more tax collection coming out of the low-value homes. So there's this circle of, of tax distribution which occurs when you have changing values. Hmm. Paul, thank you very much for your time. Hey, it's a pleasure. That is Paul Sullivan, who's a property tax agent, senior partner with Burgess, Colley, Sullivan and Associates. They're the ones who've done this uh, analysis and research about how much equity has been lost in homes across the region.